Oh, yeah, I need to press. Got it. Hello. Hello, Hello. and welcome to a new episode of Inspired Souls. I'm Helen Pinkett, and today I'm joined by Katerina Newbury, who is the founder of Mindcraft, which is meditation and creative art therapy for children. Hello, Katerina. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm very well. Thank you, Helen. And um, yes, so good to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, it's great to see you because we have been putting this off. (laughs) Actually, no, let's not say putting it off, but we've been waiting for the right date to finally come together to do this podcast. So I'm really excited to talk to you today and find a little bit more about what you've been doing recently, how your business has been evolving, because I know that Mm -hmm. things have been really evolving for you over the past, certainly the past year. Yeah. Things have been moving forward. So um, so I always ask this at the start of a podcast. What and what's your journey? What's your story? How did you get to be doing Mm -hmm. what you are doing now? Okay, thank you. Um, What's a great question because I am doing what I am doing now, working with children because of where life has led me. It's not something that um, I saw in my future. I am. I'm originally from the Czech Republic, from, from Prague. I spent half my life there. I'm growing up here um, in, a, in a wonderful family, but I was very, say, studious, kind of um, really interested in learning and quite yeah. academic. So I spent quite a lot of my life um, I was at one point on path to gaining two degrees, um, you know, English and politics and law, ended up um, finishing law. And then when I I moved to the UK to be with my husband, who I actually met in Prague, and we'd been in a long distance relationship for a long, long time. So um, I came here more permanently in 2006 and studied international HR management and then spent uh, several years after that in a very corporate world so I am here now uh, you know teaching children meditation and um, uh, supporting their emotional well-being through art but what yeah what's what I set out to be um, looked very very different and yeah. uh, um, and what the biggest turnaround or as if the universe was saying you're really heading in the wrong direction you know this is and they're not wrong wrong direction but this is not the way so when I had my um, children when I had my first son who's 11 now I went through a really bad time I was postnatally depressed struggling really really badly with various issues and I'd um been made redundant then I um, had my second son two and a half years later still thinking this is just how life is um yeah yeah, it's not it's not easy but um yeah still didn't even realize I was depressed and then the if you like the s hit the fan I'd been dismissed from my second (laughs) job and there I was like hit the rock bottom and I was like 
this is not what life is supposed to be about, even kind of not really understanding what was happening to me um, intellectually, mentally. I kind of just knew that something needs to change. So as I started helping myself to be well in my mind, in my body, um, being the, you know, the best mother I can be to my boys, mm -hmm. I yeah discovered things you know that can help us and that there's so much more to our mind to our body our soul to be honest and it's all so interlinked that um i moved i did like 180 degree basically i really moved in a very different direction and yeah. i was fortunate to spend a lot of time kind of just finding out who i am and i as i was feeling the layers of you know, my personality patterns, you know, programs, I realize I'm a very different person to who I thought I was. So <laughs> that was quite, yeah. quite something. And it's still obviously um, unfolding. But yeah, yeah. and I think um, I wanted to raise my boys. I mean, for me to be the best mum I can be meant doing the parenting stuff a little bit different to my parents which meant my parents are amazing they're you know loving and everything but you know it was what it was in those days and I wanted more connection with my children um see the world through their eyes and and um approach them yeah with compassion empathy and and respect which any parent no, it's, it's really hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it can be, it can be. And so I found myself um, just drawn into this world of, you know, child development, child psychology, uh, emotional well-being. And I just found that I somehow resonate with children on, on a certain level. And I somehow am able to see, yeah, through their, through their eyes and, and yeah, that there is something, I can't really put it into words, there was something that just felt right about working with children and supporting them because I, I see children as, you know, beings in their own rights, you know, even as, as they come into this world. And if we allow them to, if we just, try and be the guides on their journey rather than kind of maneuver them um, into what we think life should be like, then, you know, hopefully they will, um, yeah, definitely not need therapy <laughs> in, in adult life. Uh, you know, yeah. as we kind of, most of us on this journey kind of come 30, mid 30, you start to ask questions and then, yeah, so I am now supporting children. I first started up thinking um, how to work with children. Um, I was offered an opportunity to volunteer as a mentor at schools, where I first came into contact with children who were going through difficulties, um, going through divorce, the bereavement, even worked with children on the spectrum who struggled for various reasons. And that really got me hooked. I said, this, this, this works for me and the children there is My a thing. lot of <laughs> yeah. def definitely connection and yeah. um just things seem to work um just in the way that I approach the children and um 
yeah and then I yeah I took the took a leap of faith it was a genuine leap of faith I had no idea what I was doing um um a lady I was working with helped me with that in that so you want to work with children she asked me this question what did you enjoy doing as a child was there a moment that really stuck in your mind about that particular situation and I couldn't remember that I had any specific hobby or anything that would be uh just obvious but I had this memory in my head I am in an art class now I don't I'm not an artist and I'm not you know never pursued that kind of path but um I was in an art class and there was this guy who was just um stepping in for someone that wasn't our usual teacher and he allowed us to take our pieces of paper and just paint on the floor that was unheard of everyone otherwise had to like sit behind desks and he just let us do whatever we wanted and he sat there with his feet up on the desk and I thought this is amazing (laughs) I can do what I want I can I feel free and I you know um yeah this was still bear in mind this was still communist time so this was like pretty much just punk and I thought this just feels so good so I went into like started art clubs um but in a way that just encourages the innate creativity in children so I'm not trained I'm not I wasn't there to teach them any methods it was about creating space for them to just go for it and express themselves because that's one of the ways we can really connect with with our sense with our ourselves um and then because I'd been um, practicing mindfulness myself and I could see you know there's a real need to support children in in this way emotionally I started combining it with um yes sections of of mindfulness and that took almost took over now because I I am in the final stages of a um, professional course for teaching children meditation and brilliant it is uh, not just mindfulness it really looks at um, the the energy of the children it works with sound um, mm-hmm. uh, the you know body is yeah it's quite amazing so I'm really excited about that and yes yeah, so where I am now is um, I combine the two aspects when working with children is um, yeah. um, meditation that for children looks very different. It can look like, but maybe we'll we'll come to that. But yeah, so meditation and and creativity, yeah. Brilliant! I love it. They fit together so nicely, and I think it's so important for children to have be able to be allowed to express themselves. And also on the meditation side of things. Now, I just want to rewind because there was so many questions that came up. <laughs> I know, I went on. And, uh, no, I it was perfect. <laughs> it was brilliant. I, I kept thinking, oh, I must ask you that. I must ask you that. So I'll rewind right to the beginning and um, say the, the, your story of into motherhood completely resonated mm. with me because I have my own struggles after having my children as well. And it just, it changes you a bit. It opens up the doors to so much. So often we... I know we always talk about the breakdown and the breakthrough and things go wrong and then it's you know opens up opportunities and that's really been the case with yourself you went through a really dark time 
which then brought you to finding different healing modalities, meditation, well-being, mindfulness, which you've now brought forward into your work. So it really mm. feels like this is your passion and your purpose and your calling, and especially um, finding that you love working with children, because not everybody um, can do that. <laughs> so, uh, so I think it's, it's really, really wonderful um, what you're doing and, and what a, a massive sort of change. You said you went completely 180 from, you know, with all these degrees, I didn't um, realise you'd done so much studying and had so many yeah. education, <laughs> yeah. which is absolutely amazing. And then to completely, um, you know, move away from that path takes really, takes a lot of courage, a lot of bravery. Mm. So, you know, hats off to you for, for taking that leap the leap of faith was it scary when you decided to leave the corporate oh world God. oh honestly if anyone um wants a real kind of um, thorough ride into personal development I recommend setting up your own business <laughs> I don't know how it's been like for you but I'd only ever had experience being an employee yeah and then whoa there's like things like it is me now I am the business. Oh my God. It's like, how are you, how do people do it? Yeah. How can they be themselves? Because it sounds like, yeah, you just be yourself, but no, it goes, it goes so deep. So difficult. And <laughs> yeah, we could probably just do a whole podcast just on this. Yeah, and then good. there's, you know, relationship with money, you know, asking yeah. for money. Yeah. That's you know, a whole other thing. I always say yeah. that um, being a business owner has been the biggest mm. personal development journey. I actually um, have been self-employed six years next Monday. And it feels like it's flown by in some ways. But in other ways, it feels like it's been the toughest six years because of all that personal development work that I've mm. gone through and how much I've grown. So when I look at it that way, God, I've really done a lot in those six years but yeah it's it's a it's a hard it can be hard going I mean it's not always hard going I don't want to say give it a bad rap but it's um definitely oh definitely. like you say well the, done you. personal development <laughs> so well done for you as well for taking that plunge yeah so it's very exciting how it is um the other thing was also how much it's just one last point on the um, being at your own boss is um, how much I relied and I'm still you know working on that but the self-worth that I realize I kind of rely on others to provide mm -hmm. me the point of satisfaction or um, validity even I would say that was huge that was for yeah. me probably worse than the money <laughs> yeah. well but because I was like you know if people didn't show up or if, if children cancelled or there was just so much going on inside me I was just like what am I doing wrong yeah, yeah. so oh definitely but yeah maybe that's for another time <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely we could I think we could fill several podcasts on my personal development yeah. and going into business because it's yeah that is a, a huge journey and the journey into motherhood as well there's, there's so mm. much we can talk about <laughs> so let's just go back to um I've forgotten all the questions I was going to ask you as we go along but I'm sure motherhood let's let's go with motherhood, motherhood. Yes. Yeah, thank you. So, so we were talking about motherhood weren't we and how that that really is quite um well obviously it's a pivotal turning point in your life for obvious reasons mm. but it does 
open up some challenges, doesn't it, in terms of suffering with um, postnatal depression or I had terrible anxiety in my case, which is mm. the same thing. Um, so it kind of takes you to places you don't really expect, but then it takes you out of it to places that you don't expect. And you look back and think, oh, gosh, how did I end up here? Mm. Mm. So you must look back over your journey and go, wow, that's thank well, you again for bringing me here. <laughs> <laughs> there are I think that it can happen I, I think I'll, I'll answer the question on on kind of two levels the mother motherhood um and giving life kind of birth to our children and and what kind of followed uh, um I think with anyone who's um suffers with depression um it can kind of go both ways you either end up kind of just spiraling further down mm. or you you hit that point where you like really I I this you know I, I don't want to this is this sounds awful but I don't I, I want to live yeah I want yeah. to live I yeah. need to do something yeah. and that's that and that's as if that is to me that was my soul talking to me yeah. like come on yeah. right this is your this is your this is the point in life you 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 know you make changes yeah um and I right now where I am now I am actually grateful for the yeah. fact that I went through this it may yeah. sound a bit strange and I really it, don't it wish it on anyone I, yeah. I do not but there is you just gain so much perspective on yeah. on life and yeah it propels you into places you know like I, I said before I, I can't really imagine I would carry on living my life as I had been, you know, just being in the nine to five, because I did find myself thinking, is this really it? So, you know, you, you get your degree, you get a job, you find a partner, you settle down, have children. And this um, is just this conveyor belt of like, and where's, where's the, you know, where's 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 the satisfaction where's yeah. where's the nirvana in, in all yeah. this yeah. there was more and it just wasn't was coming it wasn't yeah. it was, it was yeah. so obvious yeah so that's on the so honestly it can be um the most profound experience um yeah and everyone will find their own way to to help themselves out of it and if you let if you open up i think this is what it is if you take a leap of faith in this respect to kind of just really open up and be guided to whatever it is that you need to do next then mm. that that's just that's it that's the beginning of the journey yes and motherhood for me um I it sounds like it was for you that was honestly the most profound I think for us women it can, oh, I don't know how to, how to start describing. I guess for me, it was an opportunity for the first time to really connect with my body in mm -hmm. the power and strength. So any woman who gave birth, and it doesn't matter how it went because that kind of depends on where you are. But I was very fortunate that I I I did a hypnobirthing course, and okay. both my boys were born at home. Yeah, and oh my word, there is so much so much power so much uh wisdom that our body kind of holds that if you open up to that yeah I mean and also the miracle of you know we create life I mean yeah. this yeah. is it so um in that respect in terms of connecting with with the 
feminine in me that that was that was huge and it was a little bit scary as well because it's like ah but yeah so it puts me on a path also to understand my body from that perspective so understanding my cycle what it means um really tune into you know what it means to follow your intuition you know how you're tapping into that and really really connecting to the body because it holds if you if you you can really get all the answers if you like from what what's going on in your body so that's helped me also to um look at the way i i kind of look after my health so we both have a we share a passion um, of um essential oils and that links in to me so beautifully to how we are as women using our intuition using our body to choose what's right for us so what you know um for there are there can be say three oils for one one thing but because we are each different we can use our intuition to use this is this is the one for me and there's no there's no science you know I can't read I I could probably yeah (laughs) spend hours reading reports on what's the best oil for me but yeah, yeah I just this was a this has been a real big part of the journey is to really connect with that part of us and this is where I also kind of am kind of heading is to help women and mothers especially to connect with that part of them and then yeah they can kind of go their own um go on their own journey but I think um as with everything that's changing on the planet we are at the forefront of this because we to uh, live your life through your own wisdom that's that's the best thing that can yeah that can be yeah yeah no I completely agree it really is you know as you were talking then I was thinking back to the time both times I've been pregnant and wished actually I'd been I knew then what I know now Mm. it was a beautiful experience all of the beautiful words you're using there, femininity and the wisdom and the intuition. I don't think I really appreciated it as much at the time. Mm. But anyway, it was good to go back there and think, actually, yeah, our bodies are amazing. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, amazing time. So that naturally, um, you know, fits in so beautifully with the work that you're doing with children. So children and meditation, they, it's not, I think briefly you mentioned that it's, it, you know, it's not, meditating as we Mm. think it always is with children so it could be walking or drawing but how do you encourage children to do that because I I got my kids to meditate a bit and now they're both at an age where they're like get off me mom don't come near me with any kind of recordings or oils or anything so (laughs) talk me through how are you working with children meditation okay you've got yours trained to sit uh, (laughs) sitting up now um this is where it it comes down to the fact that we're all very different. Mm-hmm. So um, children are no um, exception. So it's about realizing that um, they all respond to something else. So some children may need the movement so they can't sit still. It's actually not natural to them. Um, some um, quite like to get in, um, immersed in the creative side of things. Um, some are tactile they like um, uh, sensory experience and so 
that's one aspect of it. The other thing that I, I really tune into kind of what the child or the group kind of needs, if you like, in, yeah. in that I work quite intuitively. So I would um, kind of tune in and then, yeah, get a feel for what, what is it that is needed. So if um, I always find it helps to kind of shake off any extra energy or just get into get into the body if you like a little bit before asking children to do anything else and make it fun make yes. it playful yes. so again that that then changes with ages but um using if you it's I guess easier with the younger ones you can um you know help them understand how their body work and their breath by blowing bubbles or just connecting with the breath on um blowing into a balloon or um yeah use use their own body use um there's different like mudras that you can hold that means like you're holding your fingers um and the older children you can use their um their interests um so i also each time create um guided meditation visualization so you can actually create a meditation about minecraft you know, or skate, you know, being in a skate park. So make it really um, tangible for them, something they can relate to, to um, get their, um, get their attention. And again, um, it's a, it's a process. It's a very different, I guess, activity, um, or it's not something that is still not really part of our life enough. So yeah. it takes time, you know, one session, is just the beginning yeah so um yeah. yeah definitely it's something to um ease into over time and i i trust i really trust that um the children can connect to this on on their kind of level when when we and this is kind of um where i want to go really kind of in terms of the future is that um, we don't have to spend time kind of reconnecting to to ourselves yeah we can start planting the seeds if you like already at a very young young age and yeah. connection to nature um, just really kind of um, yeah get in touch with yourself on all, all levels so yeah. mind body and and spirit is um, I think is 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 the way yeah does I that agree. answer your question yeah absolutely it does it does give me some ideas with my children but I just I I'm completely with you if we can teach the children the tools then mm. it will help in later life yeah it will just I think it'll make such a difference I wish that I'd learned meditation years mm. ago or you know mindfulness practices and a lot of the stuff that I know now I wish had been more available you know when I was younger so I think the work that you're doing is absolutely amazing and can just really help but all children. I'll just add that everything happens for a reason so just you yeah. just said I wish I had known about like a you know being more in tune with my body when I was pregnant yeah that was the point when it was time for you so just yeah. like for the children they may do a little bit now and then forget about it and then maybe something come you know comes up in their 20s and they say oh yeah there was this thing that helped me yeah. or um so this is where the <laughs> I need yeah I need to really oh, I have have done still do need to really kind of 
be aware of like where the ego is trying to take me because I it really is planting seeds I need to kind of remove myself from like wanting to see the results here and now which is a little bit if I don't know if you can relate to this a bit easier with an adult they always give you some sort of a feedback you get a feel for a kind of yeah yeah how's this going? <laughs> but with children, with children <laughs> they take no prisoners it's yeah. like, like yes I'm in or I'm like I'm not interested yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you have to not take that on board okay I'm just planting the seeds it will be useful to them absolutely when it yeah. comes back to them when they're 18 and need to <laughs> yeah and also just just because they're not say engaging in the activity now it doesn't mean they're still not benefiting from it on some level so they're still tuned into the energy of the of the group or the um the environment and um nature i didn't mention nature even if they're not like my my boys that you you would think they'd want to meditate they're not interested at all sure. for them it's to be outside yeah it's yeah. connection with nature so you know it it's like I don't want people to think like oh yeah I need to like uh yeah get my children to meditate now no just just go with what yeah, um, yeah. with what they, they enjoy they, I guess naturally inclined mm. to enjoy like you say yeah yeah, which isn't my 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 twelve year old son is very inclined to enjoy the Xbox. <laughs> well, yeah, you you could. It's yeah. I'm we sure have he the could same... just try and talk me into that somehow. How we could incorporate that into mindfulness, but um, you can yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can. He can just feel the the you know the console. He yeah. could try and just have a sensory experience with that. So the, I've, I'm still working on that, by the way. I'm not saying this is, <laughs> yeah, this is not something that is definitely happening in our house. But I know that if I really wanted to, I could yes. just. I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah use, use that. But. Yeah. So we're, we're all a work in progress. With yes, absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely love that. So let's, um, let's touch on the creative art therapy. Mm. so you I know you've been holding workshops and you work with groups of children so I've not had the pleasure of coming along to one yet but how does it go I've got a vision of kids just like throwing paint around and just having a brilliant time <laughs> what actually <laughs> so um what I would always do is just bring lots of um materials and and different you know paints and um yeah we could have a theme which could um, be say result of um, what's happened during the meditation yeah so they could be inspired to maybe express what came up for them or what what they saw um, or it could be something completely different um, and another part of that is oh I guess what I will say is that the messages I try to get across to them is that there are no mistakes in this creative process. It's yeah. something to enjoy and you would be surprised and it kind of almost hurt my heart how young children already start to kind of judge about, you know, their ability to, to be creative, you know, make comments about how, how kind of, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that yeah. and feel bad about making mistakes. Yeah. yeah. So that, 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 so the other was that yeah that there's just nothing you can you can't get it wrong yeah and yeah. it's about yeah, no just um when I do comment on what they were doing is is to just 
would I would describe what I see and just comment on. I like, for example, the colors you used here or how you combine these patterns. Or, you know, I, I wouldn't say, oh, this is a pretty picture. <laughs> you know, well done. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm with you. I, yeah. I would kind of, you know, get that's get a bit, a little bit deeper. So um, the other uh, modalities, if you like, I love using is um, uh, mandalas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mandalas, which you, they can use with again following the meditation with the, or with an intention um, and they work on in both ways um, as a creative activity but also as a safe way to release any emotions mm -hmm. anything that comes up um, and this is where is yeah really wonderful to see them because it's, I guess it's not as as demanding on their um ability to be uh, use certain techniques it's just just to go with it and everyone using different colors and yeah we've also tried I haven't tried that in workshops I have only tried it within my one-to-one -one work is to work with labyrinths which is um, not as much creative I guess as more like a emotional release tool so you follow the shape of the labyrinth and being mindful kind of of your breath and any any thoughts that come up and then yeah the idea is that by the end of it you would have either answered your question or or kind of had gained some clarity about what you do but for children it could be just like um you know make a wish about what you'd what you would like to bring in your life or yeah, yeah. it you know, can be quite quite simple so um yeah so I combine yeah um it can get messy I I <laughs> but um there I is structure imagine. to it too yeah. there is structure to it too yeah yeah that's good though I think I think being allowed to get messy and dirty and you know is good yeah it, I used to opportunity um, that they might not have at home to splash around and <laughs> yeah right. I remember when I mentioned the the art workshop I went as a child I once ended up with like orange and blue in my hair which you know is is okay but because this was still the communist time I remember how my mum you basically would be like it would be like a provocateur you'd be like a punk you know and it, it would yeah. just she was horrified bless her so she <laughs> desperately tried to wash my hair like on, in the sink there with cold water it was yeah oh. it was. <laughs> it's, it's a memory that's definitely stuck with you <laughs> yeah oh amazing so tell us tell me tell the inspired souls podcast is how can people find you how can people work with you Okay, so um, as we've discussed, I work in, in group settings. Um, I'm actually currently um, in negotiation communications with um, uh, a group of um, parents that are associated. They are um, parents of adopted children. Mm -hmm. um, and I've kind of stopped uh, for the moment running my uh, in-person group um, workshops. I'm just finding yeah it just doesn't feel like some, some yeah something that I want to kind of do just right now so I'm focusing more on one one-to-one -one work because yeah. of the therapeutic kind of effect of of meditation so I support yeah. children um who I think genuinely 
feel maybe a little bit overwhelmed in this world, um, maybe feel like they don't fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they, um, I work with a boy who's got anger issues. Um, you know, anywhere where they maybe are struggling to kind of manage and deal with their own emotions. Um, and or um, if they are inclined to, you know, connect with that part of them, that, you know, that is the soul, you know, that I'm really, yeah. really um, excited about working in that respect as well. And I have done in the past. So um, ye, right now, yes, I, I work online and, and face to you know, face to face in person as well. And I am. I'd been putting off working on my website for <laughs> all this time because I felt how my business is evolving and evolving. So right now I am working on my website, but it's not, you know, it's not um, ready yet. So all at the right time. I am on, I am on Facebook and Instagram. I've got a link tree links. Um, I yeah. have a Facebook group on uh, Facebook supporting mums because what I've found is that, you know, when we want to support our own children, um, be the best parents that we want to be, it often just comes back to us about, you know, what it is that, you know, why is this triggering me? Why is this, yeah, causing me so much pain? And uh, obviously, the um, oxygen mask on first, you know, um, is definitely yes. apply. So, um yeah, if you want to um, support your children with with mindfulness and meditation, you will find that probably, most probably, unless you already meditate or you know work on your you know do the inner work or um, help yourself in that way, you you will need to. So I I kind of encompass um, that, um, and I am just starting to support mums on on a one to one basis as well. So uh, I. I'd call them coaching or support sessions for for mums um, as well. So, yeah, I think that's about it. I have um, we can put it maybe in the comments. I have um, um, free calming meditation for children that uh, oh, even God. my boys <laughs> listen to. <laughs> even your boys. <laughs> um, it's really nice. I I say that it's for children like up to hundred because it. Um, calms that inner child in us mm-hmm. so it's um yeah I'll make that available to people to to download Fantastic. yeah thank you so much mm-hmm. oh it's been a lovely lovely chat <laughs> I feel very I'm very inspired but I feel very relaxed you've got such a calming energy about you thank you do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to leave with the inspired souls podcast audience okay so um i'm i'm a thinker i like to think a lot and i i like i do a lot of observation of what goes on around us and right now i would invite people to really focus on the future yeah Uh, no matter what's going on right now think about the life you want to live think about the world you want your children to live in what uh, what you want for them in all aspects of life maybe on the personal level um, do you want them to be able to experience like true inner freedom uh, and peace um, 
and be able to tap into the creativity, which really comes up with all the solutions to our pro problems. So, you know, we get, it's, I mean, I completely get it. We can get so overwhelmed just how everything seems to be going down the hill. Everything's going downhill. But at the same time, I believe there's always solution to any pro problem. And we probably have the solutions at our fingertips if we focus all of that energy and the creative minds and the, you know, we unite in, yeah, what we want to create, it, it will happen. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's probably it's it's already happening. So, yeah. um, and something you may relate to. Just one last thing you might relate to as well. I I'm a true believer in if you want to heal the world, heal yourself. Yeah. If you heal yourself, you heal the world like seriously on an individual level. Yeah. So wherever it takes you, draws you to just follow it. And um, yeah, we're building new earth. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so, so much. That is such a lovely way to end a gorgeous conversation. I've really enjoyed having you as a guest today. Thank you so, so My, much. The pleasure is mine, Helen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And yeah, um, let's build. Let's, yeah, let's go back to building <laughs> a new earth. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. And a big thank you to all of our listeners today. I will be back again with a new episode very soon. In, in the meantime, keep evolving. <laughs>